Hello everybody, this is Jesse Shrek with Practical Missions Cohort, and today we are in Italy as usual, uh, working out of the home studio here in the region uh, area of Venice, Italy, in the northeast, and uh, today we're bringing an update from our most recent email update which went out. Again, these go out about every 10 days, a way to keep our financial partners, ministry partners, prayer partners involved and engaged in the ministry, seeing what's going on, hearing about what's going on, and prayerfully uh, joining in and and on the ministry here uh, in our midst. Uh, so today's update is titled Fellowship, and uh, we take this this title for this particular update because recently we had our first, uh, uh, what we call an agape lunch. Um, uh, um, I guess we would call it a potluck or something like this back in the States. <clears throat> and uh, so at the church plant in the city uh, of Udine, uh, which we're now overseeing, there is, uh, this was our first occasion to get together. Everybody organized. Uh, decided what they're going to bring. We got an extra table. Uh, one of the church members donated it, a folding table to the to the church so we can use it for having our meals as well. Uh, next month, uh, we hope to get another one of those because uh, we actually need more already, which is great. And uh, the good news here is also, uh, not only was this a great time of fellowship, hanging out, the people uniting, working together, enjoying um, the gift of God that we have brothers and sisters in Christ. We are a family uh, in of God and, and part of the larger family of God across the world and so on. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we're averaging, um, we've been 20 people, averaging uh, about 20, almost 20, uh, the last two Sundays, which in America is no big deal. 20 people fit in the bathroom and so on. But here in Italy, uh, once you get up to 20, a, a core group is actually starting to really take form and it's significant. It's a critical time, it's a great time, and it's a work of God ultimately. Uh, we do our work to uh, to pray and to faithfully preach and teach the Word of God. Uh, the work of church planning in all its aspects, from gathering and organizing to leading, coordinating all aspects of a church uh, from its core phase when it starts from nothing. But ultimately, we're reminded it's the Lord himself who builds the church. He does it in his timing, according to his will, and so on. And uh, the work of the Lord has brought a few new people as well. And uh, things are growing, and that's a wonderful, wonderful thing, and we're just grateful to be a part of it. Uh, so we have some photos in this update. Uh, we have a quick uh, update of what's going on here, winter season in, in Italy. <clears throat> At some point, I'm going to share uh, another uh, Italian worship song with you guys, so you can hear that. Probably just throw it at the end. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, a couple updates. I'll talk about these couple photos here, uh, which are available. To sh- there'll be uh, the link to the photos and everything to this uh, email update is going to be available in the show notes as usual. Uh, and, and that's it. A pretty brief to the point today. But let's go ahead and start with the Bible verse that we shared uh, in this particular update that we sent out. Bible verse is this from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 5. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. Uh, it is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way, it is not irritable or resentful. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. And uh, most people are familiar with these verses. These are the famous uh, love verses that uh, that we hear from the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians, used at a lot of weddings, even for people who aren't actually Christians, they want they like these verses. Everybody likes to hear talk about love and so on. Few, uh, I'm afraid, actually go into what's the context. Why was he having to write these things? Uh, which is very important to understand in that church among these folks and then uh, how they had things uh, mixed up and wrong. Uh, but as well, uh, also, what does it mean, these verses? What, are these, uh, what does love actually entail here? And in short, I think we can simply summarize these particular verses here as the kind of love that we are called to demonstrate uh, to one another, particularly among us as believers, uh, but to the whole world in general. Uh, it, it's a kind of love that we just we cannot manifest on our own. We are not capable of it. It's the kind of love that God shows 
to us in Jesus Christ, in undeserved love. We were actually his enemies uh, when he came to save us. We were actually dead in our sin when he went to the cross. We were still his enemies, and he, he at that time, died for our sins, and, and so on. He, he loved us in a way that is just not possible for ordinary, natural man to do. Uh, it's a love from God. It's a super natural kind of love and I think that would be our, our big idea to express today uh, when we consider our love and how we're called to love others in, in these particular ways and there's much that can be said about that ultimately what you need and what I need is we need to be filled with the love of God which from the moment of our conversion when the moment we were born of the Spirit of God born again from above and so on uh, indwelt by the Holy Spirit this love was poured into our hearts but we need to be abiding in the love of God as we read in John 15 we need to be abiding in Christ abiding in his word uh, and, and so on, uh, regularly filled and, and in line with the godly life that, that God has called us to. But uh, we need God's help, ultimately, to love as we're supposed to. We just can't do this on our own. And that relates also to the husband and marriage, to the, these kinds of relationships. Uh, the kind of love we're supposed to show and give is not just some feeling. It is a, a God-given love uh, that we need to be receiving from Him, living in, dwelling on, and then supernaturally, by His power, uh, expressing and giving this love as well to to others. So uh, as we consider that today, just pray about your love. If you would look at these verses honestly and look at your own heart, you would see you're a pretty lousy lover. And I think that's the point here. Uh, we don't love like we should. And we can talk about it. We can sound like we are. We can be all cute and nice. But in reality, deep within, all of us are pretty much the same to certain, you know, we vary in the level to a little bit, but ultimately none of us is truly able to love in this way on our own. Uh, but God can make us able. Uh, His Spirit is a work in our hearts, and He does make us able. And we should be seeking Him for more of this, to abound in love. We read, in, I think, in Thessalonians, we're called to abound still more in the, in the love of God and showing it. So let us, let us pray to God and, and ask uh, forgiveness, repentance. And we need to repent for our lack of love and how we don't quite live according to these verses as we ought to, uh, but then seek Him to fill us more with His love and help us to live uh, as He has called us to in, in our context and in our world. Uh, so may God help us in that as we seek Him to love properly. Yeah. Uh, back to the top here now. Let me just share a couple things. A short update. What do I have written here? Uh, foggy winter days now. We have the typical foggy winter days have finally hit us here in in Venice, uh, the Venezia area. Uh, you've heard me talk about this probably in the past if you've been tuning in. Uh, I think even in our last recording, our last update, I mentioned that it's been great. We've been having sunny days, and, and in the evening it gets a little foggy maybe, but it hasn't been typical for uh, the Venetian area as it usually is. Uh, then just a moment later, apparently I spoke too soon, and now we have those foggy days in full swing. So you wake up in the morning, you open the windows, boom, everything is just a foggy haze. Uh, it clears up maybe a little bit in the day, maybe, maybe not. It's not guaranteed. Uh, but in any case, for sure, once it starts getting dark, boom, a cloud just comes over the land. And again, you're in a foggy mist everywhere you go. You can't see. And in particular, I remember I was uh, even Wednesday night. We went and we led the Bible study in the, at the church plant. Uh, Udine, it's hour and a half drive to get back here. Um <clears throat> hour and 20 depending uh, how it goes but in, in this case it was an, an abundant hour and 30 minutes and uh but you couldn't see anything i mean the fog was so thick we're just in the middle of it driving you can't see anything maybe just a few feet in front of the car uh so it was kind of dangerous but we had uh, thankfully there were some trucks on the road and the truckers they can see everything uh, or at least they know how to drive really good and uh and then it's easy to follow a truck so i just took a took a to be safe got behind a truck and just followed him all the way back and uh and it was great he, so he lit up the pathway for us uh 
His lights are all over the truck, so it's easy to see where you're going and so on. And we're able to maintain a good pace all the way home and get back safely. Uh, but the fog is a real thing here. And what comes with the fog uh, kind of is uh, uh, a little bit of uh, heaviness as well on your heart. You can feel like you need to see the sunlight. You need to see some good days again. Uh, uh, but by God's grace, in any case, uh, He's been sustaining us. God has been sustaining us, even having us flourish during these, this foggy time of, uh, of our areas of Italy. Uh, so we praise God for that. Uh, something about the fog, though, uh, it's true. It does paint a picture of our walk by faith as we follow Jesus. He calls us to do certain things, and we don't fully understand why, but we need to be quick to obey. That's that's proper. That's right. Uh, even when we don't see the whole purpose of it, the big picture, uh, so much is going on in our lives. We don't understand why this or why that. God assures us he's using it for our good, whatever it might be we're going through, and it's for his glory ultimately. Uh, but there is a real element of faith as we follow Jesus Christ. Uh, not just faith to be saved by trusting in him and turning from our sins and trusting him, but the daily faith of walking with Christ uh, and trusting in Him on a regular basis. Uh, we don't always see the destination, but we press on in obedience. Uh, so the fog, uh, I believe, can teach us also that, remind us of that. And perhaps that's good for you to hear uh, as well as you're in the winter months back there in the States, perhaps. Maybe a, a foggy season of life. You're not sure what's next. Uh, just keep your eyes on Jesus step by step. You can see your step in front of you, at least that. And you can trust the Lord is directing you and guiding you. And, uh, and, and faith is a necessary item as you follow Jesus Christ. That's for all of us, no matter where we are in this world. If we're in Christ and we're following Him, faith is a daily essential. Uh, in any case, here on the ministry, uh, the, the mission field, we have evangelism continuing. That's great. Discipleship is continuing and church planting is continuing. Help is on the way. And for this, we praise God. We, we, we need it. That's the need of the hour. It has been for a while. More laborers in the, in the, uh, to come be a part of the harvest. And uh, thank you guys for praying with us for that. And we have a number of groups uh, lining up to come this summer, plus two interns and potentially another long-term couple wanting to join in. So continue to pray for that for us as much as you remember us. Uh, we praise God also for our recent fellowship lunch. I talked briefly about this when I opened our, our recording today. Uh, it's a great thing happening. We're, we're excited about that. And uh, here we want to say... Um, I'm looking at the notes. What do we want to say about it? Uh, it was a great time together. Yeah, I had a great time. Uh, God is working in our midst. It's very encouraging. And now, if I, I mentioned there was about 20 of us the last two Sundays, uh, that doesn't sound great. But when you consider just back in August, we went there to serve before uh, we took on full responsibility to oversee this church plant. Uh, I remember a Sunday we were there and there was three of them and then us. And that's it. I remember another Sunday just after that, four of them and that's it. Another Sunday there were five. Another Sunday there were three four or three again, and uh, that was not looking good at all. Uh, so praise be to God. Uh, things are happening. The Lord is at work. He's stirring hearts. People are being growing in grace in a variety of ways. The body itself is growing in number as well, and that's that's encouraging. Uh, some that are in sin are being convicted. Others that are walking well are being strengthened and encouraged, uh, walking even more close to the Lord, bearing fruit, bringing others. Uh, these are all good things, so praise God for that. Uh, uh, the core group, uh, it does seem to be taking form, and uh, and we praise God, really. That's a wonderful thing. Uh, a couple things now we would ask you to pray for. Uh, this is a key part if you're a prayer partner here. You, you do pray for the ministry. Uh, for the church plan in Udine, it's called Punto de Luce. Uh, you guys are part of it as you pray, and we, we appreciate that. Uh, we're looking now for a mini apartment uh, so we can rent it and utilize it for the ministry in this city. So when we can be there, we can be there more fully. Uh, fully among the people as much as possible, hosting them over for some meals, doing more Bible study, discipleship time, and uh, and not have the stress of waking up, going, doing uh, uh, early in the morning, and then going 
preaching, leading also aspects of the worship, and then coming and getting back and doing another thing in the in the evening over here. Uh, we have that ability to spend the Saturday over there and maximize time with people, wake up, we're there, it's good, and then just work our way back over here to Venice area in the afternoon. Uh, there's there's all kinds of benefits for the midweek gatherings. We're using a place which we still have access to until uh, March, and then after that we need another place. Uh, so the apartment is also an ideal solution. Uh, many apartments can be found for about 300 euro a month, up to 400, sometimes a little more depending where it's located. Uh, but pray for us to find a good a good fit for that. The church people are praying for this as well. And uh, could be very helpful and fruitful for the ministry and also for our family as we do spend ourselves here for Jesus Christ. Uh, the preaching series is still going on, the Gospel of Mark. That'll be going through all throughout this year. Uh, we're now in chapter 3. Uh, verse. Uh, we'll be hitting verses uh, starting at verse 20 uh, this coming Sunday. And uh, just pray that everyone really encounter the, the true Jesus and, and love Him and worship Him. And uh, be excited to also bring others to Him uh, as we continue to go through this series. It's very encouraging. Discipleship group study, uh, that's bearing fruit. It's going great. We praise God for that. Thank you for praying for it. Continue to pray for that. That's every other Wednesday where we gather everybody together, whoever's available. And uh, we're going through some core elements of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Core elements of the uh, doctrines of the Christian faith. And uh, so far, very, very good. We're not moving very fast as we get through all these points, but the point isn't just to finish it. The point is to be uh, edified and built up and talking about it. So we're looking at a lot of verses, a lot of good conversation, and and the Spirit is at work in our midst, and and we're thankful for that. People are being stirred to, to live for Jesus, so that's great. A potential ESL outreach, we ask you to continue to pray for that. We now have volunteers. That's wonderful. Now we just got to find a location for them. And, uh, put it together, coach these guys through it, and get them hosting their first ever English classes on their own uh, as an outreach to the people of their areas uh, to, to have them meet Jesus Christ through them and, and they can be a ministry to the people there. Uh, so that's great. Salvations, uh, continue to pray for salvations to happen. There's some that aren't yet saved that are attending and hearing the Word of God, uh, which is a wonderful thing. Uh, even a relatively new guy here who's been coming for about a month, maybe five weeks now, uh, also coming to midweek Bible studies, and uh, he's heard the gospel very clearly. He knows what he needs to do, and and uh, he's right there ready to uh, make uh, his decision. Uh, and it seems uh, God is doing a genuine work of conversion in his heart. If he hasn't been born again already, uh, it could happen at any moment. So continue to pray for him and, and others too that, that are hearing the gospel and need to be delivered, need to be saved. And that's that's just great. So uh, Vera Vita, the church plant, uh, the work here in Mestre, uh, nothing officially gathering, uh, taking root at this point. We're still laboring. We've had people over the years here, this past couple of years, coming, going, and then all, they drift as well. The hard the hard part of the ministry when you don't have a core team uh, to get it going with uh, is that actually getting these folks gathering. And, uh, and we're limited with our time spread abroad doing different things. Uh, but it can happen at any moment. We still have a handful of people that are in contact with us, reading their Bibles, studying now. And we just got to find a way to gather folks together. But we also need a fresh move of God, uh, some some authentic conversions and uh, more people to evangelize and all this. Uh, but pray for it all to happen. Pray for God to do a work, a core group to take form and help us. Pray for us to trust in His timing. That's always a tricky thing for all of us as we follow Christ and seek to obey Him. Uh, but uh, do pray for us to pray for His or to trust in His timing. If you look at the photos then in the update, uh, you'll see us gathering at the at the table here. Uh, a number of people couldn't stay for the uh, for this agape at this particular time. Uh, but in any case, we're a good 15 or so people, even for the lunch, uh, which is good. And you can see just us gathering, good conversations happening, uh, the joy of the Spirit with us. Even little Cornelius praying with uh, Sergio's wife, Anita. Uh, wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, uh, he's the only child in this church plant. 
Uh, so pray for him as well. Keep him in your prayers. He doesn't have, uh, as most of us who have kids, we go to church. It's a big, valuable part of the church and the ministry is that there's other kids, there's other families. In a church planning context like that of Italy, there's no saying you'll have families. Uh, people have not lived with the gospel influence in their life. People don't get married. People aren't having kids. It's the second lowest birth rate even in all the world here in Italy. Uh, so there's all kinds of issues. He's the only child at this point, uh, and, but he that's valuable for him. As you know, friendships are important and valuable. Uh, pray for more families to get saved, more kids to come in, and for Chichi to have those kind of friends also in this church plant here. As of now, he's the only one, but he's, he's great. He's part of even the music ministry, has his little egg shaker, and he's up there with his mommy when we're during our singing time. And uh, he's doing a wonderful job, and, and the people love him. Absolutely fantastic uh, that he's with us there, too. Uh, if you want to hear some Italian worship songs, there is a link here as well. You can go hear some of those songs that we record in the church plant. If you speak Italian, understand Italian, you want to tune in on to the sermons from the Gospel of Mark series that we're doing, uh, there's a link for that here as well. You can check it out. The fourth quarter newsletter, as we closed out 2019, is still available. You can check that out. There's links in the show notes. Uh, this uh, Ask a Missionary, we're now uh, scheduling our time here to record a bunch of these questions with answers. You should see that very soon. I'm sure of that. And the blog post, uh, something recent, is the Frankenstein Church. We talked about it in the last update pmcpracticalmissions.org uh, slash blog uh, just resources there things to encourage and edify uh, check it out anytime your own vision trip we have some schedule for this summer if you want to do something uh, any time of the year you want to organize just reach out to us info at practicalmissions.org and we'd be happy to coordinate with you with your church to uh, get you guys out here to experience the ministry to know the ministry better in person and to join in and be a part uh, that's it for today guys uh, like Jesus driven to his cross uh, so we drive ourselves to the singular task of church planning in Italy exclusively. And here's a song for you to enjoy uh, and be encouraged by. God bless. Ciao, ciao.
If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.